This is the Advanced Selling Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help business sales teams grow their business with modern strategies and philosophies. Now, your hosts, Bill Kasky and Brian Neal. Back at the Advanced Selling Podcast, this is one of your hosts, Bill Kasky. <laughs> and I'm Brian Neal. Got to make sure you get that last S in there. It's very good. So, here my, we are. My, my sister-in-law, <laughs> when she says the word months, she says months <laughs> all, all the time. Oh. Like how old your her? She got a newborn, or a new baby, and my niece, new niece. How old is she? Oh, Brooke is uh, six months old now. <laughs> Isn't that funny? She's from Southern Illinois. I don't know why, where that came from. Oh, that's so funny. That's good. So, Advanced Selling Podcast. We're here every week. We are here to bring you ideas and strategies to help you with your sales life, sales managers. We hope you listen to uh, make your salespeople better and salespeople. We hope you listen to make yourselves better. So, I went to the uh, Indianapolis Colts game last night. Oh, good. Monday Night Football. Yeah. My first experience, A, in Monday Night Football. First time I've seen a football game in New Lucas Oil Stadium. For those of you who are not from the United States, Indianapolis, we've got a beautiful stadium. It's an open air roof concept open it was closed last night because it was cold but i've never you know i referee big 10 football so my experience i've never experienced the the other side of the football game for a long time since i was in college really the whole tailgating atmosphere oh, really? i just don't yeah. go to games yeah. anymore because i always you know i get a police escort to the game in a van and i get to walk wherever i want to walk <laughs> and now i'm last night was in this you know herded mentality where i have to wait for everything I was <laughs> who are you really really irritated it was really hard for me you know like you gotta wait for the bathroom <laughs> I've got a host that like walks me. I've got a cop that walks me to the bathroom. Normally, if I you know if I need some Ben Gay or something, I got some guy putting it on my ankle. But it's kind of interesting. And then crowds are just funny at football games. The, the guy next to our friends was probably 280 pounds and had to have consumed a case and a half of beer, and just at the wrong times was standing up and yelling. The cheerleaders were dressed in costumes, and one was Salt and Peppa, the rap mm-hmm. group. You know. Mm-hmm. You guys got to stand up and cheer for Peppa. We want some Peppa. You know, and this poor guy, I'm thinking, what's he feeling like today? You know, it's a mu- he had to go to work, I would think. But so that's my little experience that's from good. last night. That's good. It takes all kinds. That's it the does. beautiful thing about uh, beautiful. <clears throat> any big crowds gotta, is you find uh, crazy fan. people. It's wonderful. Uh, a right. couple of things today. We have uh, one, a um, couple of emails, and then we want to get to our topic, which is a couple of weeks ago, we started a topic of. Uh, what are our beliefs about sales and about money and about objections and those things? And I think it it helps. Um, got a couple of nice emails from people who listen to it. It helps to define better what our thinking is, so that when you take the things that we learn that we talk about on here, you can actually take them and yep. go go use them. That's good. A couple of emails got a, a email from I think it's Ivo Ivanov or Ivo Ivanov. Uh, he's from Australia, and he uh, bought a bunch of stuff from us and listens to our podcast. And he says that your books and sessions have changed my vision for the entire business process and have helped me win and keep more clients. Uh, thanks for the work. Keep on going. And he started his own co- company, right? Doesn't he own his own business, I think? Mm, yeah, he did. He, he just does. started his own yep. Uh, yep, software company, development Love company. Love that. And then we also got a, a note from a person who's been a longtime listener of ours and uh, has experienced some difficulty with his slash her mm-hmm. manager. Yep. And uh, and the, the essence of the story was that I've got a manager who doesn't quite buy into the same sales processes and strategies and philosophies you guys have taught me. Yep. And what do I do about it? Because mm. they're sort of, uh, you know, buried in the old traditional cold calling, sell, convince, persuade. And of course, that's not what we teach here. So, yep. and you read the email. Did you have did. any thoughts on uh, yeah. how do you do it when you get sideways with someone? One word resign <laughs> just turn it in right there yeah. no sometimes people can't pull themselves to resign I, it's a, it's a it's a very tricky situation i always tend to lean to i say in the end the person who is the salesperson 
needs to be okay with their own methodology and their own philosophy and process and be okay with that and own it themselves and be okay enough to stand up and say, you know what, while I appreciate all the input that my manager's given me and telling me to go make 80 cold calls a day, while I respect that, I'm going to do it my way. And then you got to live with the results. Yeah. Interesting thing, though, if the results occur, the sales manager will not care how the results happened, will absolutely not care. And the only thing the sales manager knows to do when the results aren't occurring is to do it the way that they know how. And if that's different than yours, then that might could be a potential issue. For that's you, good. So. I also think that there's an issue there of uh, are you in an environment, and th this could go for anybody, where you think you're sideways with your manager or not. Are you in an environment that allows you to flourish and try new things and innovate and be creative and, yep. be, and be the best you can be? Yep. Uh, and if you're not, you've got to take a, a hard look at that and say, okay, I invest 10 hours a day here. 60 hours a week, 50 hours a week, uh, thousands of hours a year. Is this where I want to be? Is this bringing out my best? And yep. to me, that could go for any relationship, whether it's a, you know, a, a partner relationship or a marriage. But especially if you have a mentor slash coach slash manager who's yep. not behaving in the way that you might behave, and, and can you get past it? Or is it best to move on? And could be. When times are difficult and jobs aren't just on every street corner, it's hard to make that decision, but you yep. have to. And I, I encourage our clients always to apply all the philosophies we teach in the sales world to their life yeah. in general, which is think abundantly about jobs and opportunities in the economy and wherever you are, that there, there are a lot, a lot, a lot of opportunities for you. So be careful not to get, not to switch the scarcity yeah. mode on yeah. when you're thinking, about, well, I can't quit my job because you can be another one. Yeah. Yes, you can. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we started off on this uh, topic of uh, content beliefs and these are about 10 or 12 things that we believe here at our firm. We do sales consulting and coaching and leadership work. Yep. And these are some things that we've identified that, that kind of define us and the content that we teach. And we spent a little bit of time last time on competition. We have some very distinctive uh, philosophies on how do you compete against other vendors. We talked about that. You can go back and listen to those. Also talked about money. Yeah. And we talked about price and the money relationship and how we all sort of get a little wigged out by money. Yep. We got two today. You've yep. picked one, and I've picked one. I have. And so um, maybe you take the one that you selected. Okay. You weigh in on it, and I'll add my two cents, and then we'll do vice versa. From we'll do it. We'll get the mine. scale out. Yeah. So uh, I two selected uh, the, the topic about selling. What do, what are our beliefs about selling? And I'm I'm still sort of formulating my new thoughts about this as we move into the new into the new. What are we? The tens now? What do you call that? <clears throat> new millennium. New millennium. Ten tenium. New new decade. So. I believe that the whole concept of selling is in a transition phase. We've moved from the two martini lunch sales mode of the 60s where you'd go out and smoke and drink and then do a deal over the table. <laughs> then we moved into the idea of persuasive selling and then feature benefit selling followed that. And now we've moved into this kind of problem solving, which is where we are now. I see the idea of selling as we go forward to be even beyond the idea of problem solving and to be partner oriented it to, to the extent that the success of whatever it is that I sell, uh, I get paid for or compensated by however, either how much money it saves the client or how much money it makes them or whatever those things are. I also believe the sales process itself, the mentality and the type of people that are engaged in it are going to go away from what we would traditionally think is a persuasive, effusive, dynamic speaker yeah. mm -hmm. to someone who is a much more engineer-minded, yeah. complex problem solver, maybe even more introverted than extroverted in the future. That's mm -hmm. where I see uh, selling going. In the end, I think as we sit here today, and my belief on selling 
is that if I stay true to my concept of my intention to help other people and find ways to be helpful and useful to them, if I just stay there, I will have a dramatically better result than if I change that to try to go out and get anything. From yeah, yeah. So. I think also that yeah, it's a really interesting perspective about what what phase are we moving into. We're in the we're in the phase of you will bring value if you are good at solving problems and finding problems. Yeah. Uh, but what if what if the problems you solve are not on the top of a uh, top of mind for the customer? Yeah. I think a lot of times we go in and we say. Well, what's your biggest problem here regarding sales, or what's your biggest pain when it comes to buying, you know, uh, office furniture? And if the person really hasn't spent a lot of time thinking about their problem, they can't answer that question. That's right. So I think we're entering into you call it partner. I might also say that it's it's a diagnostic mm, process where the salesperson really needs to be a supreme diagnoser. Yeah. Uh, not just of the opinion around the pain, like oh God, I hate my supplier. Well, I hate my supplier is just an opinion one of your customers may have. Is that really going to cause them to change and up and do upheaval in their whole buying process and move to you because he likes you better? Right. Or if you do the proper diagnosis. Are there areas that the, the other vendor actually is missing that's actually costing dollars and cents to that customer? Well, then it becomes an easier decision. So I think the, 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 the days of just showing up and ask and throwing a few pinpointed, you know, rigorously honest questions at people, yeah, that still works, but I think you need more. I think you need to be, you've talked about the analytical competency and, and yep. how are we diagnosing the customer's problem and how are we positioning that? So we're coming back and saying, Brian, Based on our diagnosis, this is your problem. Based on this, here are my recommendations. You can phase yep. them in. You can do them all at once, or you can decide you're just going to live with them. Yep. I also, uh, if I could, can I throw a Latin derivative in here? Oh, you were in Latin club. I was just president Latin people club. Okay. Absolutely. President. 1985, Castle High School Latin club. Is the word omniscient, right? Omniscient, you know what that means? Everywhere. It means all-knowing. All-knowing. Omniscient. And to be an omniscient resource to a customer or a prospect, to me, is also the, where yeah. sales is heading. In other words, your, your point about what if their problem isn't something that I do. So for us, if we were talking to a company and the guy's like, my biggest problem is my inventory management system. I all of a sudden, if I don't know and understand what that means, number one, number two, have some resources that may not be in my shop, people say, oh, right. you know what? I, I, I've got another client that's got a problem with an inventory resource management system, and he talked to this person. Let me connect the two of you. Yes. I've got to have, I've got to be dialed in to the whole business function not just what it is that I do and where I live. Yeah, and I think that, uh, and looks like we're yeah. not going to have time maybe to talk about the other one. We can do that next time. But I think that this is so important as, as we look at our sales results. And if our results are not where we want them to be, then I do think we have to look not just at how we're thinking, but also look outside and say, are you really bringing the kind of value that people want to pay for today? Exactly. And sometimes the, the market slips around us and we don't see it. And all of a sudden we wake up and we're still selling typewriters uh, in a digital age, and we keep saying, well, you know, but uh, I think they're coming, they're back, coming back, and these keys are really neat. Ribbons. You know, we all really type today based on what we learned on the old Smith Corona Marchand machine. <laughs> <X> out. <laughs> and so, uh, so be careful that your market hasn't, uh, when what used to work doesn't work anymore, is yep. probably a signal that the market has moved and you haven't. It's very, very good. You want to say yeah. that one more time? No. The typewriter <laughs> thing? Uh, I don't know. Did I say something important? It was very good. Yeah, I, I think the uh, lesson here in the to-do item for our listeners is to really take a bit of a personal inventory and do a little personal assessment of themselves and to say, if salesperson is on one end of the dial and all-knowing business person is on the other end, yeah. you know, 10 to 0, where am I right now and where do I need to be? And then if I'm at a 6 
and I'm just past the midpoint, what do I need to do to be an eight on the business person side? What yeah. resources, what knowledge do I need to go get? And what's my going to be my strategy and my method to go get those? And, and refrain from the, the self-talk that says, well, that's, that's really not my area of expertise. Exactly. Uh, it, you know, if I'm selling uh, a product to someone and right before they buy my product, they buy something else. And I say, well, that's not really up to me to know that. Yeah, it kind of yeah. is up to you to know that and to know who sells it and to know what the process is. And as you team up with people who, you know, ad hoc teams that you can be become more important to your client, you need to know who to team up with. That's right. That's right. Very good. Well, let's talk next time about uh, objections because okay. there's a lot of people out there talking about how to handle prospect objections. And uh, we have a little bit different perspective. That would be good. In the meantime, if you want to email your favorite Latin derivative, please email us oh, at listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. I wonder how many of our listeners were Latin club people back in the day. So. I was in Latin club, but I took Latin. I think uh, Latin is just so important. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, yeah. you use it every day. Uh, every it, it, it every really, day. Well, really, you really do. Britannia est insula. Exactly. <laughs> Britain is an island. Okay, that's it. See ya. All right. Oh, by the way, okay. go to whiteboardwednesday.tv if you want to ah. see the TV show. Brooke Green, Brian Neal, and I host it uh, every couple of weeks or when we have the time or when we <laughs> feel the need. Anyway, go to whiteboardwednesday.tv and you can weigh in and uh, see us in action on some other items. See you next time. Bye. Bye. This has been the Advanced Selling Podcast presented by Caskey Achievement Strategies Indianapolis. Join us each time we record a new podcast by going to BillCaskey.com or to iTunes.